Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take your business to the next level. Paul is the author of three best-selling books, including Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, and his brand new book, 101 Proven Ways to Increase Efficiency and Make More Money in Lawn Care. Now available on Audible and narrated by Mr. Producer. Here's your host, Paul Jamison. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to today's video from Trustville, Alabama. Welcome back to the program, Jeremiah Jennings. Thanks a lot, Paul. I'm happy to be here. Excited for the show ahead. Uh, who knows where this is going to go? This is like take number five. I feel like <laughs> we've had a lot of technical difficulties to get to this point, but um, we're going to be we're going to be a really fun show ahead. Yeah, and. This is on the YouTube. And so Green Street right. Podcast yep. with Paul Jameson on the YouTube. I know most folks are tracking with us are the audio friends from um, Spotify and um, Apple and things of that nature. But I'm going to try to start throwing these up, the video format of these up on the World Wide Web. So here's the thing. Paul's a really good voice. He's a, he's a really good radio host, but uh, he's single. And so if you have any friends, any women in your life that are actually that, you know, are listening or, or would like to listen in, send them to the YouTube channel so they can see how good looking Paul is here and his nice button. I'm in a I'm in a blue T-shirt. He's in a polo. I'm in a button down and collared shirt. I feel like I should have gone and changed before this interview. But um, that's the bad thing about radio hosts. People don't see how see how good looking you are. Yes, yeah, is a new uh, J. Crew uh, slim fit untucked. Oh, slim fit. Yeah. Slim fit untucked. This, or, it's, it's in style this spring. So yeah. Yeah. Getting those abs <laughs> out, getting ready for pool. I was just down at the pool, man, before our yeah. call, hanging out. It's a little chilly here to be in the pool. Well, I wasn't in it, but I was at it. Uh, yeah, I guess <laughs> they, they have uh, on. Well, it's, it's too cold for, it's like 65 today. Were you here. chilling under the cabanas? No, As, uh, they, we do have those down here, but I, I was you, just, uh, Dr. Frank said you should get like 20 minutes of vitamin D every single day. And I've been, today's my batching content day. So I've been in the studio all day long and I finally got a break at like 4 30 PM. And so mm-hmm. I, I went out there just to get uh, a little bit of sunlight today. So I'm I an outdoorsman. I, I like, I like to be outside every single day. And so to have a whole day inside I got, I got that, might, up that might be why the name of your show is the green industry podcast outside. Yeah. Well, my first job, Jeremiah was at a golf course, ca- uh, caddying in seventh yeah. and eighth grade. And then, you know, I'd spend all summers and, and weekends, you know, out on the golf course, working outside and, and, um, you know, landscape business for over 10 years outside. So, yeah, I've got a buddy, one of my closest friends is caddying right now in uh, Myrtle beach. He's up there on one of those big, Rich golf courses. He's caddying. It's crazy people he's caddying for. But, oh, really? Uh, ri- yeah. We like the owner of the Boston Celtics. And Oh, wow. Um, Those guys are at Myrtle Beach. I thought Myrtle Beach was raggedy. I've been to no, Myrtle Beach. No, no. Really? Some, there's some. And, 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 well, it's it's in South Carolina near Myrtle Beach. Is, okay. I think, no, 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 no. Not Myrtle Beach. I take that back. Okay. Hilton Head. There, there Hilton you Head. go. Yeah. Hilton Head. Yeah. Hilton Head and Myrtle Beach. Yeah. Are, it's a totally <laughs> different. Yeah, you're right. That's totally different. They, he's in Hilton Head. Oh, Live studio audience. So it, it's got yeah. It. I gave my life to the Lord and Myr- Myrtle Beach was a pivotal part of my uh, tr- transformation, though. Because not good things go on in Myrtle Beach. Well, yeah, it's just it was. Uh, I don't know. I've been yeah. there. Well, maybe I was there a couple times as a kid. I just don't remember. But I was there one time as after I graduated high school. Mm-hmm. Hilton Head's way nicer. Yeah, um, yeah, that's where he's at. But lunch, the golf course he's at is like the one where Justin Bieber got married a couple years ago. It's cr- very, very high end. So it's okay. I, I love hearing all his stories and stuff. But yeah, I love uh, love love golfing. Love going outside and uh, maybe maybe one day, me and you'll get out on the course one day. Yeah. Well, what do you usually shoot? Uh, we're not going to talk about that. Let's move on to the next topic. <laughs> okay. Next question: Your business, man. What's going on um, with your uh, crew this year, are you guys one team, uh, one crew, or you guys got multiple crews? What, what are you doing? Mow edge, trim blow. You, you doing some landscape enhancements. I saw on Instagram the other day. I love that job. I'd like to get more into that. So we can switch. Yeah. And talk that, about this. If you don't want to talk yeah. about golf and, uh, well, 
I mean, fashion. you got you to gotta throw a little bit of entertainment in there. Go- see, see, it's entertaining to watch good people golf. Like, I don't know. Watching good golf is almost like not as entertaining unless you're really into it because they're just so good. They hit it straight to the hole. But like when I play, it's really entertaining because you're like chasing me all over the course, hitting out of the pine trees and, okay. and stuff like that. So, so it's pretty entertaining. So I like talking about entertaining mm. things here. But yeah, well, uh, as far as... Yeah, go ahead. What I was gonna say, Jason talks a big game, so maybe the three of us. Let's if, go. If I drive out there, do you guys? You got a course spot nearby? Oh yeah, I'm a member right down this road from a us. member we'll out there. Yeah, oh yeah, member. Big money, man. Big money. You know, member at a country <laughs> club. So really, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I'm I'm really not good by any means, but we we have a we have a country club right down the road from us, uh, and they're tight. They've got two courses, and so I'm I'm a member there, and we go we play a pretty good bit. Is this is this uh, your wife's? family's money or this is this is your lawn care this money. is growing green money baby. Oh, okay. i don't know what you're Big talking money. about yeah you're a member at a country club yeah i promise you all right well let's let's pl- let's tee it up man man I'm let's guest, go you I'm got two i mean you're James. two and a half hours i can I'll I cut got, out there let's go i mean i got a i got a nice place for you to stay you we can you and jason can shoot some youtube videos just let me know when okay okay you you can teach me some some tips. I remember we were at GAE walking around and you were like, so like I heard you say you played golf and we were talking and you were like, yeah, I shot uh, I shot eighty when I was in high school and now I'm shooting around seventy five. I'm like, uh, yeah, you can teach me. <laughs> I'll, I'll try to follow that up. Yeah, boy, it was eighty in high school. I, I I tried to shoot under eighty. Yeah, I know the eighty is good. I wish I could shoot eighty. I'm terrible. I just enjoy playing. Yeah. I don't even so. have I don't even have golf clubs anymore though. I, I have to borrow my neighbors. I only go out like <laughs> once a year. Do you so. borrow somebody else's Zoom account too? Because it's not Paul <laughs> Jameson on the Zoom. It was it was this guy. I mean, this, this is guy, literally something like you, a chuck you, in the truck. YouTube this guy. YouTube, YouTube this guy. This guy. Yeah, he's a he's a famous football player. A fame okay, then why do you have his Zoom link? Because I, I do some business with him and he's got he's got the he's got a, a business. Oh, you account. have the, he has the business zoom, yeah. so he just lets he's you get in there. Yeah. That's like being on your parents' Amazon Prime account still. <laughs> oh man, you don't know who this guy is? Uh let me see. I'm looking it up right now, actually. Right. Oh wow, he's a 1998 national championship. Arkansas is playing Tennessee and uh this he he causes the fumble. Makes greatest play. Is this it? Great, I bet this yeah, is it. greatest play. Greatest play. I'm, I'm interested that's, to that's see what this is. I'm, that's his account I'm using right now. And then Tennessee went on to win the national championship. Huh. So diehard Tennessee fans will know whose account I'm using. <laughs> He's an absolute yeah, that, legend. Him and Peyton Manning, um, T. Martin. Those are uh, some of the biggest uh, names in Tennessee football volunteer history. I'm ex- I'm actually really interested. All right, here's the hit. It's about to go down. Yeah, I'm ready you, to see play, what happens. Play the audio. What, what are you hiding the audio for? Go you want to play the audio? Yeah. All right, here we go. The play is happening. They believed the tailback is Shakuma. Two receivers to the left side. As There you go. Uh, that was one of the greatest plays in yeah, college football history. And uh, years ago, I got connected with him and his business partner and, and helped him with YouTube, podcasting, things of that nature. So yeah. I don't think that- he knows I'm using his Zoom account. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got a pitch of petty rock and pitch of petty, man. I got a pitch of petty rock and pitch of petty. Hey, I ain't bro, a member at no country club yet. So. <laughs> no, I just got off my parents' Zoom. I mean, uh, Amazon Prime account. Oh, I mean. man. You can't give me a trouble, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Hey, hey, there's always a good story behind that kind of stuff. I'm glad I'm glad somebody's putting it to good use. I doubt he even uses it. He probably doesn't even know his password for it anymore. So, oh, I know uh, his password. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh no, he's probably, he, I hope he's not one of those guys that have the same password for oh, everything because he's going to be in big trouble. Oh, that's going to be in big trouble. So I don't know, Paul. I'm, we should probably get serious here. Yeah, I've been to his house before. That was pretty cool. I well, got, I would imagine he made the greatest play ever in Tennessee history, apparently. So, yeah, I'm sure oh, he's, was. I'm sure he's It was up. the greatest play in Tennessee history. They, they were the number one team in the in the um, college football, and they were about to lose to Arkansas. Arkansas basically just had to kneel the clock out. 
And yeah. he and he broke through the line of scrimmage and he caused a fumble and they got the ball back. They went down, scored a touchdown. They went on to literally win the national championship that year. They beat Florida State to win it all. Was that the SEC championship? That was a, no, it was before was it the SEC championship. Regular season. Okay. It, was, it was deep into the season. Tennessee had to, you know, win to get in. They had the thing back then called the BCS championship. Oh, yeah. This was oh, you were a little peewee. Yeah, you were probably a little kid. Guess, guess who was playing in the BC, the last BCS championship? Just take a wild guess. Auburn. That's right. All right, let's talk about serious things now, folks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here. Let's grow your business and further it and make more money. Welcome to the Green Industry Podcast. <clears throat> All right. All right. <laughs> Getting serious here. <laughs> oh, man. Let if y'all, if sure y'all are I... still listening, to, if y'all are still listening at this point, it's get, we're promised we're going to bring a little bit of value. We'll bring you a little bit of value here before this episode's over. All right. It's about time to go to our commercial break. So you <laughs> All right, you want to say let's, head to, let's head to uh, commercials. We're going to kick we'll, it over to Mr. Producer. Coming up, value headed <laughs> your way. More Jeremiah. We'll talk about your landscape enhancement job and, and why that's actually really smart what you did. So we'll have more meat and potatoes coming right up. It's Brittany here with the Hardscape Academy. If you're serious about keeping good qualified people around, then you have to train them. You can say, well, what if they leave? I've trained them and I've spent all this time and resources on it. But what if they stay and you haven't taken that time to train them and they're not able to grow within your company and run their own jobs? That falls on you. So check out the hardscapeacademy.com to train yourself and your crews. This month, we're going to be launching our crewman paver training video. This video is for your employees. It is the how to hardscaping and not so much the why everything is done the way it is. In this 45 minute video, you'll be able to brief your employees on paver installation basics so they're ready to crush the day on site with you. The hardscapeacademy.com is the place to get skills and training for you and your crew so you can excel as a professional hardscaper and grow your company. You'll learn all the techniques and best practices to properly install pavers and retaining walls. Check out the hardscapeacademy.com. Hey, Landscaper, do you work hard all year for freedom but still feel as though your money controls you? Unfortunately, because you can't give bookkeeping your full energy or focus, it just sits there most nights untouched, continually haunting you? Because your business demands your time elsewhere, you need a personalized bookkeeping solution dedicated to your industry. Gulf Coast Bookkeeping, now known as the Landscaping Bookkeeper, is dedicated to giving your time and peace of mind back through our monthly bookkeeping service. You can begin this partnership with us today by going to gulfcoastbk.com and scheduling a 15-minute phone call. We want you to become a confident and informed business owner. We'll take care of your grain so you can take care of theirs. Schedule a 15-minute call today at gulfcoastbk.com. Your mower blades are sharp, the whippersnipper is ready to rock, and you're all set to cut that grass and make that cash. Hi, it's Mr. Producer. I know you're ready to rock and roll, but have you thought about how to maximize your time on the mower once the podcasts are done for the day and you have hours of work still ahead? Let me recommend audiobooks from Audible. Paul has three titles that you can listen to, including Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, Best Business Practices for Landscapers, and the brand new 101 Proven Ways to Increase Efficiency and Make More Money in Lawn Care, which he so kindly allowed me to narrate. These audiobooks are a great way to make the most of your time and help you grow your business. I'll put links down in the podcast description. All right, Jeremiah. So I wanted to bring you on the show because recently in your business, I saw you doing an incredible landscape enhancement job. You basically gutted out, hauled away everything the customer had in their garden beds. And then you brought in a bunch of fresh new plants, trees, and uh, mulch, and and you created them a new design. And I thought that was really smart because I want to hear a little bit of um, the the back end of the money of this job because you probably made a bunch of money on this job and were able to bang it out in a day or two. And when you compare that to going to someone's yard for 26 or or 38 or or 40 mowing times per year, you actually can make more money on these type of jobs. And uh, they're very important to add to the mix. So tell us about the, uh, the job. 
A hundred percent. So a little backstory on these jobs is um, I was the lawn, I was the mo, the mo blow and go guy uh, two, three years ago when I got started. That was kind of how we started our business. And we did some, I mean, basic pine straw and mulch installation. We did a few. I mean, I remember two years ago, this customer wanted like three or four azaleas put in the front of his house because he was going to sell it. And I was like, man, I'm excited for this. Like this is putting plants in the ground. We're really, we're really getting into landscaping here. Um, so it, we did start, I mean, if there's anybody out there, start a mobile and go like, and there's a process to get to where we just did. And we're nowhere. Like we still have so far to go before we get to the point of uh, a Caleb Allman doing their installs or an Andy Mulder or anything like that. Um, but we got into more landscape enhancements last year, uh, doing some, some, in, some just softscaping, uh, tear outs and installs and got, got my feet wet, did a little bit of designing here and there and got into it. And really, like you said, there's a lot of, you can make a lot of good profit in it. Uh, and it doesn't take as long, near as long of a uh, time to do it. So, uh, we got those started last year and then spring rushes here. People are seeing they want their landscapes uh, redone and the grass cut. So what we did is like you, you kind of d- did a little description there, but um, if you, if you followed us along on, on Instagram, um, we did, and there's, there's still a post up if you want to go look at it, but um, growing green landscapes on Instagram, if you want to go check that out. Uh, but what we did is we took out a bunch of their shrubs up around the house, like you said, pretty much gutted everything. They had a, an old big tea olive, uh, Japanese maple that wasn't uh, was not pruned correctly, so it was not healthy. A lot of old box was just a just a bunch of stuff that they had just bought the house and it was in rough shape. They needed to needed to redo it, so we did that. And, and they called me, and uh, I think a lot of the reason I got this job is. Uh, Google my business. My SEO is, is doing good. It's doing uh, that. It goes all the way back to that. There's a lot of, there's a lot of keys, uh, key parts that, that go into getting these landscape enhancements because all this guy did was Google landscapers near, near our area. Wow. Near trustful. That's all I did. Wow. And, and that's what came up and, and, and it helped that I lived, uh, 0.8 miles away from him. So that helps our route density. I'm not having to drive far. Um, and he, and he saw that was the first one that came up. And so he gave us a call and went out there, gave him a quote the same day and got him, I got him all fixed up, but it was, it was scary going in. Honestly, I'll take you back to the day I went out there because that is, so the job we did, uh, was the biggest, uh, money, uh, I don't even know the, the total, money job, I don't, the biggest ticket job, biggest ticket, uh, item, uh, that we have done to date. That's the biggest job, uh, total that we've done. So it was a little, it was a little scary, a little, uh, intimidating going out there and giving that estimate because it took a lot of heavy equipment to go in there and take a lot of that stuff out. It was very, I mean, it was, it was old. It had been there a long time. So big root bases, uh, stuff that couldn't be done by hand, but luckily I have a good subcontractor that I, that we're friends with. And, uh, I don't do the, I don't do heavy equipment stuff yet, but I have him have a good relationship. Mm-hmm. So got him out there and got him to help me give him a quote on that end of things. Mm-hmm. So he could, what he would, what he would charge to come in and take everything out. And, uh, we just, we just did it and, and we took a leap of faith there. And I, and it was, like I said, it was scary given that, given that quote. So but you're just, used to cutting grass for 55, 75 bucks yeah. a pop. And then you yep. start getting into a job that's North of a thousand bucks for the yeah. first time, you yeah. know, um, so I, I mean, I kind of went <laughs> from zero to 60, dude. I, I was quoting 17, $18,000 jobs. Yeah. Like I, you know, I'm, I'm cutting like grass for 40 yeah. bucks. Yeah. I'm, I'm talking about, it wasn't like, and I remember one time a lady's like, now you've done big jobs like these before, haven't you? You know, I'm like, You're oh, like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's uh, what we do every day. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. sitting there, you know, I'm like, oh, you got 25 God. pallets of sod and dirt to bring no, in. It was, and like, it was like 11 pounds. So it was, it was uh $17,500. And I'm telling yeah. you, my mentally, I'm like, okay, well, I've done a pallet of sod before. You know, I've actually mm-hmm. done four or five pallets of sod. So I was like, why not? I know how to do that. So why wouldn't I know how to do 11? And I've, I've done mulch before, you know, a few years. Why wouldn't I know how to do more? And and I've planted plants before. So everything was just large. It was a, you know, really big old backyard. Yeah. But when I added it all up, I was like, it's 17,500 bucks. You know what I mean? And And you look at it and you're like, my deposit check was 8,000 or something. I was like, at that point in my life, I had never had, a check of that size. I mean, I was working at Best Burger and um, golf caddying, you know what I mean? And yeah, so, I mean, that's half a year's wages probably. Yeah, but what happened when, you know, we banged the job out and I'm like, in a few days, I'm like, there's no way I could have made this much revenue lawn mowing. No. 
And no. I, I made bank on this job. So anyway, let's back up to your store. You're you're used to 55, 65, 75, mm-hmm. 100 bucks a pop. I don't I don't know what you guys are charging in Trustville, but yeah. you know, those type t- Our average is 65, 70. Okay. That's, so so to go from 65 yeah. to this job, um can you walk us through some of the details? How did you know how to price it? How how did it turn mm-hmm. out? Was it profitable? Were you underwater on the job? How did it go? Uh so it's, it's your first time. So I'm not I'm not trying to you know. Yeah, no, no, no. This is this isn't now. This isn't the first landscape install we've done. Well, your this biggest, is just the biggest, yeah, the biggest, the biggest one, one yeah. we've done. Yeah. So, uh, there there are building blocks along the way. That's the thing. We didn't. I didn't go like you did. I didn't go not zero to ninety miles an hour overnight. Um, we did. We've like I said, the last twelve to eighteen months, we've got our feet wet and we started building and learned along the way. So for this process, for this, uh, we just broke it down and, and we figured out what we needed to make per hour. That's you got to know what you got to make with you. I mean, we had what is your uh, hourly man hour rate? Uh, we're at $75. Okay. So $75 a man hour. Um, and we had three guys on the job at at all times. Mm -hmm. So we had to factor that in there. We had to factor about how about, about how long we thought it was going to take us. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and, measure get the, just get those calculations of man hours and then as far as plants go um that was actually all added so we did an original quote to remove everything and mm-hmm. install mulch and then we were gonna he didn't know what kind of plants he was gonna want to replace with mm-hmm. um so we ended up adding plants and stuff at the end but as far as the plants go i mean they cost a certain amount and, and we take that amount and then we have a formula that we create uh, that we do in our company to just kind of figure out how much we need to charge them uh, everybody does it different so we're not going to get into all that because everybody charges different differently for plants. Yeah. Um, we can get into it if you want, but, um, I mean, I don't know. It, everybody does differently. Uh, some people do, I've heard some people do two times the plant or the oh, plant cost what they no. charge. Heck no. That's what some people do. You got to do more than that guys. Oh my God. Yeah. No, I've, that, that's a common that, thing though. Man, that's why yeah. I make the podcast like this. Yeah. I, now no, when, I, when I was getting started in 2011, they were teaching us to multiply it by 2.5. So just yeah. to double it, I mean, that's, that's yeah. That's, two and a half, two and a half is what I've heard a lot. I've, I've heard two and a half a lot more than I have two. I, but I will it's say still that. lazy math. I, I mean, I, I got friends all day long that triple it, but that's, mm-hmm. that's still lazy math. I, I have a friend that's in the shower glass, um, for, for frameless shower glass doors. So it's yeah, fancy showers, maybe at the country yeah. club, you guys have some of those. Yeah, we do have some of those. Actually. I think, <laughs> I think we, I think our steam, our uh, steam room has those too. So, oh, you guys got a steam room there? Oh yeah, it's very, it's real nice. Oh dude, are, are you are you everything. being are you being sarcastic or are you being serious? No, I'm being serious. So if I come golfing, we can go in the sun and the steam. <laughs> we can go to the sun. Yeah, Paul. Yes, we can go to the sun. Well, Jason will be with us too. I don't know. If, yeah, I don't know if we want to take Jason to the sun or not. not? He'll probably pass on that one. He. he I don't think that. I don't think he's the kind of the sauna guy. I think. Oh, uh, he'd the, love it. Strap on his. Oh my goodness! You talk about a YouTube video. That would be one for the ages. All right, but so but you're being serious. <laughs> yes, Paul. Yes, there's a sauna sarcastic. there. I okay. think. Well, I think. I think there's a sauna there. I've heard of it. I haven't really explored all the amenities yet. All right. So at at the your your country club or yeah. other nice places, my friend's business they put in frameless shower glass doors, and I, mm-hmm. I worked with them for a little while. Um, and, and basically I would always just pick his brain, the guy who owned the company and I'm always asking him questions and he's like, well, what I do is I buy the glass and then I, I I add a price to what I paid for it. So mark it up up quite a bit, but the customer never sees this, but, but he knows this, he marks it up. And then in addition to that, he still calculates the labor. Oh, this job for this many is going to take us four man hours. So he has his rates. And so that kind of groomed me. It's like, well, I could do that with landscaping. I could take the azalea or the Japanese maple. Japanese maples are expensive, man. But that, you, that tree, that tree was a small tree, and I'll tell you, it, it cost three hundred dollars just to yeah. buy just that and one that was tree. a that was a little uh, small. Little that was thing. a small one, yeah. That was one that we yeah. could just pick up with our hands and stick in there. I think it was like a six gallon or something like that. Yeah, but but you, when I give a quote, I give one one number, so they don't see yeah. any of this. Otherwise, they'll be like, yeah, you don't well, I can go yeah. down to the nursery and I can buy that for three hundred bucks. Yeah, but um, anyway, I don't want to get on by trust. So so no, yeah. so you you calculated your man hours, calculated our man hours, our plant costs, obviously, and you had to we pay your buddy to, to to bring his um machine yeah, to, but, to yank everything out. So he, he gave me a price and, and as, as you do with a subcontractor, you up, you put a little bit more on top of that for you because 
Uh, I had to go through, it cost me time to, to, to get in touch with him about doing the job, to send him the details. We had to go out and look at the job together so I could explain what he wanted to do. Mm -hmm. Um, so there was time involved with me there. So I had to make, I had to make some profit on that, on, on my time there. Um, I didn't, so I think he, let's say he charged me $300, which he didn't, I'm just using a number here, $300 to, to rip everything out. Why are we using fictitious numbers? What, what did he charge you? This is a great uh, industry podcast, man. You bring <laughs> well, the, you bring the truth. Are you are you going to go back to the? No, I mean we're bringing truth, but it's not my it's not my jo- it's not my place to tell people what he was charging. If it was me, I would tell you, but uh, it's his own company, so I'm not going to go out telling him telling everybody his rates. But uh, why not? It, well, I guess nobody really knows who it is, so you don't have we'll to say, say his name. Yeah, yeah, nobody. We, we don't tell you who he is, but uh, he charged me seven hundred dollars to take everything out. That okay. was, that was what his, that's his machine rate for a day in him. Uh, could be a lot more. I keep trying to tell him and he's raised his rates, but he, he just, he's an old farm boy. He's a country boy. He's good at what he does. Extremely good, at what, good does. at what he does. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's extremely good at what he does. He was in a very tight area, had very tight room to work, um, but did, did very good. So he charged me 700 bucks. I think I ended up charging the customer 1100 uh, for his part of the deal. Yeah. So 400 for me there. And um, again, and people we get, argue we get, with that there. We get brand new listeners or people that are brand new in business. When you're putting together your quote, don't let, don't make line items and the customer sees yeah, all this. No. You can make all, all your information on what you're going to do. Definitely have the details. But just let them see one number at the bottom right-hand corner, um, yeah. getjobber.com forward slash Paul. You can send your quote through Jobber, and they'll see that one big number. But this yeah. is internally, as we're back in the office, we, you got your little sticky notes and you, your, your spreadsheets, and you're putting this together on our end. You know, this is what we're looking at. Oh, 700 bucks. Yeah. So I'm going to charge 1100 bucks for the subcontractor. And then how, and then how close were you with, with $75 per man hour? Did you guys do the man hours? You <clears throat> we exceeded we we uh, exceeded our profit goal very very highly. Oh, so it we took did very you, good it took on the you job. less took hours. Less, yes, <clears throat> excuse me. It took yeah, you less we, hours, which ultimately made you more money because you got the bid. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And and it it took us less hours because I didn't time it down to the last to the very second. You always have to add in some margin there. You can't just if it, if you think it's gonna take you five hours, in my opinion say it's going to take you eight hours, seven or eight hours. Like you want to, you want to be close. You want to get it to where you can, you want to stay competitive and get the job. Uh, and, and this is why I hate getting into this stuff. Uh, I don't hate getting into it. What, what do you have to do when, if you're sitting here listening to this episode, you have to remember every job, every company, every customer is a different scenario every single time. So you can't take this and use it as the Bible every single time. Um, for me, I knew that I was going to get this job. I knew that he wasn't pricing me out with five other companies. Mm-hmm. Um, so th- and it, that kind of goes back to what kind of customers do you want? Mm-hmm. If I hear somebody's price shopping, sorry, I don't want, I'm going to market way up because I don't, I don't want to deal with you. That's and really if you good. do it, if you do it, if you choose to do it, then it's going to be enough to make it worth it to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I knew he wasn't price shopping. He was pretty set on what he wanted mm-hmm. uh, and with us and, so we just, we priced in what we had to, to make some profit. And we, we threw in a little extra to make us some extra profit because that's what we do as business owners is mm-hmm. we don't do, I don't, I don't, I didn't go out there to do that, to break even or to make $500. I went out there to perform a task, to, to make this guy's yard, to totally redo it. Mm-hmm. And he got a lot of value out of that. We right. took down a massive tree. We trimmed shrubs. We did pine straw. We did. It mulch, looked great. Took, I, mean, I was watching yeah, along on IG. You guys did a phenomenal job. I mean, it looks like a different place. His property value went up. There's no telling how much just because of that one landscape job. So the amount of value we added to him is way more than what we earned in revenue. So that's what you have to look at it as is. And for me as a younger guy starting out, especially getting in fresh into these landscape enhancements is you can't. And I've heard a lot of people say this. You can't price a job off of what you would be willing to pay it. Like I would not be willing to pay what he paid me to do that job because I could go do it myself. But what value am I bringing him in that total that I give him the value that I'm bringing him is worth it to him for him to pay me the money that he paid me to do that job. Right. So that's what you have to, that's what you have to remember is when I look at that, I, the number that I gave him, I was like, there's no way in Hades I would pay this for somebody to come to my house and do my landscaping like this. I, no way. Cause I can do it to him. It was worth it to him. So you got to get that out of your head because those big numbers, that's what scares you. When you, when you get to these big number, these big ticket jobs, you think I can't pay that. I can't afford that. Nobody else is going to pay that. The second, the second I lost that mindset and I got that out of my head that, that you have to charge what it's worth to them. 
and, and a value that's going to make you money and profit, that's when we started taking on bigger jobs. And that's when we started making more profits at the end of the day because I wasn't short, shortchanging myself. And there's, there's so many details we could go into. Uh, but, and, and this is one thing that I do. I don't know. Other companies might do this. Y'all might think I'm a terrible person for doing it. I don't really care. It makes me more money at the end of the day. And I know I'm giving them a good product. If I give a quote of $550 or, or, or that's kind of a low end, let's say I give a quote of $3,500. I'm going to get, I'm going to quote somebody 3,500 3, bucks. That's what I need to make. Like, that's my man. Our rates. That's, that's this, that's that. I'm not going to send a quote for 3,500 bucks. I'm going to send a quote for 3,750. Because here's, here's my thought process. And you can, you can comment on this if you want, Paul, or somebody else might DM me and say, cuss me out and say, I, I'm robbing people. I don't know. But if you're going to pay 3,500 bucks, you're going to pay 3750. That $250 isn't going to stop you from, from getting that job. In my opinion, from what I've experienced, because we've done this in our company for the last two years and we've progressed and it has worked every single time. So that $250 is just profit that we can take and further our business and help. And we can get our employees lunch with that money and we can make them make a better environment for them to work in. And that's how you keep good employees. I mean, so much that we can go into there, but um, I always add a little extra on there at the end. When I, when I figure out my numbers, I always add a little padding on there just to, to make it even better for us at the end. Yeah. I heard that from Keith Kalfas years ago on YouTube. He's like, you get to the bottom, $4,000 job. Just add 10%. He's got a big old personality. Just add yeah. 10% and then 4,400 and just send it. But, and, but it's so true because if you're paying four grand, you're not going to not pay the 400. Like that's the, that that's not going to make you not do the job. Right. I mean, you really do at the end of the day, you need to know your numbers. The, the, you absolutely do need to know the you quote to do you, that first. Right. The quotes you do, if, if you know your man hour rate and $75, that's, that's high. I mean, that's good. Um, but really understanding what, where'd you get, did you pull that? Where'd you pull that number out of Jeremiah? Where'd you figure this out? Uh, I've, I've heard that from other people around that, that they have kind of what areas they need to charge. But at the same time, I've, I've done my own numbers and, and that's, that's really where our company is. That's where we need to be making to make the profits okay. I want to make. Okay. Let me give a quick commercial for my boy, John Payjack. We, we did a know your numbers e-training Jeremiah, where we break down how you yeah. actually get this number, whether it's 100%. 60, 65, 70, 75 or beyond. Basically what you do is you take each piece of equipment you have, your, your, mm -hmm. your mower, your trailers, your um, truck, everything it costs to operate your business. Yeah. And you, he does it literally, if you go through E-Training or Know Your Numbers E-Training, he'll, he'll literally do this for each thing. And then he'll take it back to how many man hours you actually worked that year. So, so yep. if you are 40 weeks a year and, and you have a you know two-man crew, you guys work Monday through Friday, eight to five, he'll figure out how many hours. So he'll divide, what, like let's say you pay $15,000 for a truck divided by 1,200 man hours for the year, whatever. I'm just throwing out fictitious numbers. Yeah, yeah. And you'll get... And I'm making up math in my head, so this math isn't going to sink. But let's say you'll get $2.16 for that piece of equipment or $5.16 for that piece of equipment. And then he'll go through the labor. So he'll he'll cover every single thing in a business. And then at the end of the day, you'll line up with $62 per man hour or $75 per man hour. But it's yeah. not just because that's what this company down the road's doing. It's because that's what your business actually needs to break even. And then he'll have another figure of what did he actually need to hit a 10% profit margin or 20% profit margin or Lord willing, even a 30% profit margin. And so yeah. anyway, I'm passionate about the getting our emotions out of it and actually doing the hard math. And at the green industry podcast resource center, Jeremiah, we have the budgets, break evens, bottom lines. It actually takes four hours for John to do your, find out what in your checking account from what your business has, what your man hour rate is, but he can actually you specifically listening or watching, he can figure that out. Or if you want to kind of DIY it and learn the process, we have our how to how to know your numbers e-training program. But anyway, I'm passionate about this because I don't want people just, oh, well, this guy does this, so I'm going to do that. But but actually knowing, okay, here's what my business costs. Here's what I need to pay myself as a salary. You know, not everyone's a member at the country club with the sauna, but hey, <laughs> if you are, you need to, to provide that lifestyle you need to know your numbers. And so, yeah. but then as you give a quote, you start to really know, oh, I've done that job before. It's going to take 20 man hours. It's going to take 15 man hours as you start to track this stuff. Yeah. Um, then you can really dial in very, very accurate quotes. And if you are crazy busy and you just got so much going on and you just want to pad up a bunch and be like, well, 
who knows, you know? Yeah. Supply and demand. You can really jack up That's the right. price, especially when, when you got a bunch of in the pipeline, you know? It, but the thing you have to remember, and people say, well, I, I want to be fair to my customers. Be fair to customers, but at the end of the day, if you're swamped with work and you you are trying to get to the next job, you have to you have to choose the jobs that really are worth it to you. So if it don't do a job for two thousand dollars, if somebody else is willing to pay you four thousand dollars to do their job, you got to learn what to choose there. And and back to the man hour thing, uh, I 100 percent agree with you. I, we have done the math in our company. Good, it comes out to a little less than seventy five. We just rounded up to seventy five to yeah. add that extra. No, I, I love it. I love it. And if guys yeah. are listening and you don't have your checking account, um statements from previous year which we're recording this in 2022 but who knows when people are listening and watching to this if you're just starting out then you can copy and paste and say oh well jeremiah is 75 dollars per man hour in 2022 and and start there but then Mm -hmm. once you actually have a year's worth of a a business checking account where you can actually know your numbers for real of what it cost to run your business last year then you can figure out um what your specific number is. So anyway, quick plug. We put so much time, Jeremiah, into making these products oh, yeah. to help people know your numbers um, at the Green Street Podcast Resource Center. That's at greenstreetpodcast.com. So I, I think I, it's crucial. I think it's crucial. Yeah. You need to go through that and you need to get that numbers. But I will say this, and, and it's kind of what you just said there, me saying 75, other people, other people that are on these social media that are helping you giving out content, you can, you can still take their advice. If they're telling you 65, 75, $100 in whatever industry you're in, that can be a starting place for you. You can be somewhere around that point to get started. Yeah. We didn't, we didn't have this when I started, man. No we, way. We didn't no have way. the green street podcast or growing green Mm-mm. podcast. And so I remember one time what I did do though, well, was I tracked my time. So I clocked in and out of every property. So I had that information yep. in a spreadsheet. So my buddy, Rich, who we're going to get on the program, Sooner or later, he listens to my podcast. So, Rich, come on over, man. I know you're busy, but people would love to hear from you. But he he ran all my numbers one day, and there were some yards, Jeremiah. I was making $29, $29 per man hour on on this one property. Oh, my gosh. And then um, some of them were 35, some of them were 40. And he put his glasses on his nose, and he looked at me, (laughs) and he said, and his wife's like all nervous. She's in the kitchen and like time froze. And he's just stared yeah. at me. He put his glasses down like a movie. This is a true story. If Rich is listening, he knows exactly that this happened for real. And he said, Paul, how are you even paying your bills? Yeah. Because I, I didn't know my numbers. I didn't realize what that time I needed to be 45, 50, $60 per man hour. This is a long time ago when that was what was normal. Yeah. I wasn't even close to that. And and mm-hmm. an- the answer his question is like, how are you even paying your bills? We figured it out. I was getting these big jobs. And, and because the guy at the nursery is like, well, just take it 2.5, you know? And so I, I'm like, oh, it's $5,000 in plants and trees and all this stuff, whatever. And I just 2.5. Yeah. It was dumb luck. So I was making yeah. a lot of money on landscape installs and I was losing a lot of money on lawn care. That's why I'm so passionate about this you can actually do lawn care and not lose money you can make profit but you have to know your numbers and be efficient but i'm a huge fan you have of landscape. To do it the right way yeah but i'm a huge fan of landscape enhancements because oh. you make you can make so much money doing these one to two to three you know three day jobs no, and they don't I have agree. to be andy Mulder, caleb allman i mean they're in a whole nother no. league and you don't have to go into that league you can do yeah one to two day landscape enhancement jobs so sorry to you're getting me no, 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 no. Everything you said is just amazing. It's amazing content. And everybody out there should, that's listening to this, uh, you should take that and implement it into your company because here's the thing. You don't want to, sometimes I feel like us smaller guys can look at a Caleb Baldwin or an Andy Mulder or a J squared outdoors. And you can almost get kind of down on your luck. You can kind of get like, man, I'm never going to get there. Like that's a, that's a, they, like you, like you said, they're in another league of the the stuff they're doing for a lot of different projects out there. That, that project Andy Mulder is doing right now, real time when we're recording this. Yeah. that's like what I look forward to at night to go through his Instagram stories, to watch that. I mean, it is absolutely insane. You can't get caught up in that though. It's like you're saying, start out doing these one to two landscape installs. It's one to two day landscape installs. And and it's, you can make a ton of profit in a very little time. We made the profit we made on that job in that it took us two, it took us really a day and a half, uh, a, a day and three quarters, maybe to do this job, not even two full days. It, we wouldn't have made that in probably two weeks of mowing. 
Two full weeks, five days a week of mowing, we would not have made what we made on that job. Well, and the other thing is when you do these landscape jobs, I have a friend, Jamie, her and her husband, this is all they do. So if they want to go on vacation in August for a week, which they do, mm-hmm. and um, they just block the week off. And they yeah. don't have they don't any stress. They just don't schedule any any installs yep. that week. And when you're in lawn mowing, it's like, oh, I got to be there Monday. I got to be there gotta Tuesday. Be, yeah. go, oh, and you're stressing out. And so I'm not saying don't cut that grass to make that cash, but if you only have one crew, you shouldn't yeah. have four days of mowing and one day of landscape, which is so popular. Yeah. I do a lot of coaching and I'm like, oh, and people are like bragging. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, I got my day for landscape. And Paul, you'd be proud of me. You need to be you know, doing Fridays. two days of mowing and three days of landscape. Yeah. I'm like, bro, yeah. you're, you, you, we run through the math and then they're like, well, it's just like you're, it's, if you're, if you're doing it the right way. That Friday profit, you should you should look at that Friday profit and think to myself, why am I still mowing four days a week? Like I can make right. this three days a week, and that's yeah. I crazy. like two two days of mowing. If you have one crew, two days of mowing and three days of landscaping. Yeah, three days of mowing and two days of landscaping is like maybe I'll tolerate that. This is for one yeah. crew. Now there's a guy named um Sawyer. I had him on the show. You had him on your show too. Yeah, Grayson. Yeah, yeah. And what he does is he's built it out where he has one crew that's that's all they do is landscape installs and yeah. then he has another crew that does the lawn mowing and actually Andy Mulder does that too Andy's on the on Instagram all you see is the the land the way he does hardscaping landscaping jobs yeah. that's all you see because he's on the field in the field doing that he actually has another team behind the scenes doing he lawn has mowing. a mow crew right yeah but a lot of guys that are one they're like hey, I'm only going to be one crew maybe two or three guys go heavy on these landscape installs and you don't need to spend it's what Andy and these guys love Andy more than these guys, but their cost of buying these pieces of equipment, whether they buy it in cash or debt, they're still 40, $50,000 machines. You know what I mean? You don't have to get those when you're just doing what you did. Um, Mm. You can have a subcontractor, you can have a shovel and a wheelbarrow. I mean, you know, really, or you can can go to Home Depot and rent a little dingo Dingo, for $250. Like, and, and, and and I could have done that job. It was just worth it to me to pay the, to pay the dude to subcontract and, and not to fool with all that, but you're right. And that's exactly what we've done to start the year is we've been, we've been mowing, uh, we've been mowing three days a week, landscaping two days. I like that. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's a good way to start. It's a good way to start. And then really, so we just bought a, I actually two days ago, uh, just bought a box truck and uh, that box truck is now going to be going out on the mow crew. And we're going to try to really split up. I'm going to try to be mowing two days a week with the crew this year mm-hmm. to start out. And then I'm going to be trying to do uh, landscape installs the other three days with me and another part-time guy. And that's how we're going to try to transition into splitting up and, and, and doing this. I don't know. I don't know how successful it's going to be. I think it's going to do well. It's going to, it's a big, big risk we're taking uh, and going out and doing this, but Hey, you got to take risks to uh, get the reward there in the, in, in business world. So excited, for, excited to see where the year goes. Uh, I don't know where it's going to go. Hopefully I keep all my digits on this year and uh, don't lose any fingers, yeah. but I, I am really, really excited about getting this box box truck out there and uh, letting the guys go out and do. Are you going to get it wrapped or, or paint? Cause right now it's got another name cover. Another yeah. Company. It's got a whole nother company on there. That's <laughs> I, and, and I didn't mind putting on social media or like driving it around town on, honestly, because the company's like two hours away. Okay. So anybody that sees them and calls them, they're not going to be surfacing. Uh, I, I'm not branding for anybody else that would really affect, but yeah, we've actually, I'm waiting on a quote back now. Uh, guys sent me a proof earlier to get all their lettering taken off. And uh, I'm just going to read letter with my logo and stuff. I'm not going to get it wrapped okay. uh, right now. Maybe, maybe mid season. Uh, if I, if we get to the point where I feel like it's if, if, if enough people call from it and I feel like we can really take it to the next level, uh, yeah. to that literally a rolling billboard, we might wrap it okay. and make it look real nice, but we're going to at least put our logos and stuff on it and, and fix it up. Well, that's smart. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a good idea. I, I saw think. your Instagram story today. I was like, well, <laughs> and I did preface yesterday. I prefaced when okay, I posted well, I was I just said, out at the pool scrolling through Instagram. So I had, yeah. I had music on, I was listening to music while scrolling through Instagram. So I yeah, didn't, I didn't was, catch the whole story other than I was like, I sure hope Jeremiah's mar- marketing <laughs> director is, uh, yeah. In-house. I hope he's not paying somebody to do <laughs> that. Yeah. 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 Oh man. No, I'm excited. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, man, I got to go throw some burgers on the grill and two uh, nights in a row. You just had burgers. I had burgers last night, but, um, uh, Dr. Frank's got, we got to get Dr. Frank on the show to talk health. I'm, I'm on a diet. It, it doesn't <laughs> sound like it, but, um, I'm eating meats and vegetables. You need some vegan burgers or something? Oh, but, well, I don't think. Dr. Don't you say it. Don't Bubba, you say it. Bubba burgers. You know what Bubba burger is? 
No, what is that? Um, well, Naylor, Naylor got me on these, and um, he cooked. Are them. they real meat or not? That's all I care oh, about. Oh yeah, dude. All right, all I, right, I, I eat real meat. I don't want you eating none of that Burger King vegetarian crap that they did. That they did that burger hey, what two years ago. Don't don't alienate my audience, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, to each his own. You do whatever you want, but I'm going to kill the fatted calf, and I'm going to I'm going to do real good at the end of the night. I, I do too, but just but don't. Uh, we got we hey, got to each his own. I'm not going to discriminate. Here's the deal, though: meat and vegetables, meat and vegetables, meat and vegetables, yeah. and so. Um, I, I Dr. Frank, you you better put Dr. Frank on payroll. I mean, you got him every Friday episode. Friday, you got Friday him on as Frank. a health coach. I mean, he, he, he's very, very, very intelligent. And so to yeah. get to go to Georgia Tech and graduate, you got to be smart. He had a, a for PhD. Sure. Um, do you know what that stands for? Oh, you know, I've never, I've never even thought about what is what does that stand for. I, I, I didn't go to college, Paul. I cut grass. Pull pull hole digger. I think. That's what that's what oh Dan my Wheeler might call pull hole digger PhD. I don't know pull hole, hole digger pull post hole digger pull hole digger. Pull I was listening digger. to a guy named Kenneth Hagen. He's a he's an old preacher. He's he was making fun of this this um religious guy that had all these initials at the end of his name, but was but basically didn't have the character to what back does up a PhD all his stand for? So he actually like, know what it stands for. He, he said, "Hey, he's got a PhD. He's a pull hole digger." So that's where I got that joke from. But I don't know what PhD means. Are you Googling it? <laughs> doctor of philosophy. Really? Is that what PhD means? I don't think so. Yeah, hey. doctor. Yeah, the doctor. PhD also known as the doctor of philosophy. Huh. Really? Is a research degree, which is one of the most common types of doctoral degrees. PhD? So doctor of philosophy? I don't know where that comes from, but <sighs> PhD stands for doctor of philosophy is what it says. Yep. See, well, we told you we were going to bring value. I mean, if you didn't learn anything else in this show, you found you know out what, what PhD Dr. meant. That's why I call him Dr. Frank. Yeah. He's got a See, PhD a from Georgia Tech. So, all right, we'll wrap this thing up before a train falls off the tracks. It might have already done so. It's already falling off. We're just <laughs> trying to keep it on. before we even started the yeah. show. But I don't think you guys are going to hear that train wreck. Oh, no, um, that better go in here. That better, that better be some good clips of that in here. That's going to be good stuff. Really? Oh, I mean, we'll, we'll it's not my fault. Somebody no. doesn't know how to. Oh, I I'm guess talking, it was my it fault, was technically. Fault. <laughs> I guess it really was. Yeah. Oh, man. All right, Jeremiah, how can people connect with you? How's your podcast going, by the way, man? You, you got a, any growth from coming to our hype house? Yeah, yeah, we did. We did see some growth there. It was a really fun time. I mean, honestly, going down there, like uh, I wasn't even I wanted to grow the podcast, but it was like, man, let's build relationships and build right. the community even even more. So that was bigger than the podcast to me. But podcast is doing good. Uh, it's the Growing Green podcast. You can find us on uh, all major platforms. I keep man, I keep waiting on Paul to get back with me about getting a, a new new artwork, but he will not get back with me about it. Uh, so did if, you send me the picture? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. All right. If you I'm send just me a picture, I keep telling we're going to get rid of your raggedy thumbnail. Now. Hey, I have a good thumbnail. I don't know what you're talking about. No, that but thing. I can get you a nice one. Yeah, I know. I know. Paul's Paul's telling me like four times. Send me that picture, and I'll get you. And I, I'll, I'll send it tonight. I'll send it, and I never send it over. So yeah, when you send, send um, me the picture, then I'll um, I'll I'll have that made for you. So so you're looking fresh, man. I will. We gotta elevate our industry. That's right. We're on all major pl podcast platforms there. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at Growing Green Landscapes. And uh, we try to document some of our work throughout the day, stories and stuff, uh, especially if we get to keep doing the landscape stuff. We're going to keep documenting some of that. And uh, just overall business tips, you know, people that are young in business, that's what we're targeting uh, is just trying to trying to help people in entrepreneurship. Because I remember when I started out, uh, there wasn't there wasn't a lot of the stuff for me to go and, and get knowledge from when I was starting my company. So we're just going to we're going to really target those audiences as we as we continue to grow. That's awesome. And as we mentioned earlier in the broadcast, I know we talked a little bit today about quoting and knowing your numbers. If you guys need help to know your numbers, head on over to the Green Street Podcast Resource Center at thegreenstreetpodcast.com. Check out the Know Your Numbers e-training. And literally, John Pajek's going to walk us through step-by-step step of how we calculate our man-hour rate to break even and then how we calculate our man-hour break to actually hit profitability at whatever profit margin we want, which is important, Jeremiah, because... You need to know your break-even point, but you also need to know your pro, you know, your profit point, so that you 
um, quote accurately. Because we're not in the business to break even. We're in the we're in the business to make profit. Yeah, absolutely. And so that's included in the Know Your Numbers e-training. So is the pricing matrix. And there's about 14 video lessons. Um, Payjack did a phenomenal job. He came down from Chicago and helped me build that out. And um, so check that out. And it'll really help you to know your numbers. I wish that anyone starting out in this industry you have access to this information and, and we, we can teach it to you in a way that's very simple to understand. I've taken bidding and estimating classes before that are eight hours long, Jeremiah. And um, we really condensed each module into just here it is, the, you know, cut and dry. Here's how you figure out your numbers um, so we can run profitable businesses. So check that out. We put a lot of hard work into this. Um, know your numbers, e-training program that's available at the green industry podcast resource center. TheGreenStreetPodcast.com. I'm going to go throw some burgers on the grill, Jeremiah, and uh, good to catch up with you, my man. Hopefully, we'll be golfing and uh, hanging out at that country club you got over there soon. Just let me know. We'll, we'll make sure and uh, post on Instagram. Anybody else wants to come hang out, come hang out. All right. Sounds good. May do a little Alabama meetup. Yeah, let's do it. Anytime. All right. Thanks for letting me on, Paul. See ya. See ya. And speaking of Alabama meetups, I remember several years ago, I was in Alabama at a conference that Jason Creole was putting on. And while I was there, these bookkeepers, Megan and Joey, they took the stage and and they were talking about how Jason's conference has increased 2.9% since last year. And they're throwing out all these accurate numbers. And I was like, man, these people are, are very, very sharp. And so I went over and I was talking to them and I was just very impressed with them. I had a separate company doing my books at the time, but I was just like really intrigued that there was a couple that was doing bookkeeping for just lawn care and landscape professionals. That was their wheelhouse, their niche. And I just started talking to them and I was really impressed by them. So I asked them to be on my program. We just did a podcast. It was uh, Jason Creole's um, venue there. His, his uh, wife's family owns like a wedding uh, banquet place. And so there's all these, uh, pl- you know, places where you throw the reception and, and people get married and do all that stuff. So we're actually like in the bridal chambers where the bride's getting ready as a, you know, you can imagine what the room's like with all these mirrors and just, you know, bridesmaids and the bride in there. And that's where we did the podcast. Uh, I just remember that room. It was, it was very interesting room. And, uh, I was like, man, these folks are so impressive. And so uh, a few months later, I reached out to Megan and Joey and I said, listen, guys, I was, I was super impressed with you. Would you guys like to take over my books for my business? And guys, I can honestly say, I know my numbers so much better now that Megan and Joey have taken over because not only do they actually do the bookkeeping aspect of putting each, um, expense and income in the proper categorize categorize category for me to understand the story my numbers are telling and to be compliant with the tax preparer and everything we need to do with taxes. But we also meet once a month, we do a video conference where Megan and Joey go through my previous month's numbers and we look at the profit and loss statement and we look at the balance sheet and then we look at the cash flow statement. And those three reports collectively really tell a story of how the business is performing. And if anything starts to get a little bit out of bounds or anything starts to look a little off, we nip it in the butt. We, we address it. So I know the next month what I need to focus on in my business so that I can achieve the financial goals that I have. And so I could not be any more thankful for the um, wonderful work that Megan and Joey personally do for my business. And I want to recommend them to you. If you guys are looking for a bookkeeper, I highly recommend uh, Megan and Joey and their team. Uh, you can take a look in today's show notes for the link. Um, they'll actually give you a free 15 minute call. It's called the good fit call. They'll just kind of learn a little bit about your business and see if there's a good fit of it. Just like I teach of vetting customers, they'll vet you <laughs> to see to make sure that they're aligned because um, they want to work with people that are serious about really building a, a successful, profitable business. So you can learn more at our Green Industry Podcast Resource Center at the Green Industry Podcast.com. And, and at the Green Industry Podcast.com, you can um, sign up for that free consultation with the bookkeeping company that I endorse and personally use. That's my friends, Megan and Joey Coberly down there in Florida. So find out more at the Green Industry Podcast Resource Center at thegreenindustrypodcast.com. This has been a Jameson Media and Mr. Producer production.